So welcome to another episode of Nerding Daily. Today's topic is Rogue One. Um, hopefully uh, everyone has seen the movie by the time we're doing this podcast. We gave you a week's notice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's enough time. If you haven't seen it, you just don't really care about this movie. Yeah. Or you don't have any money. And if you don't have any money, stop listening right now. You call yourself a Star Wars fan. Find money. <laughs> Get on the Find corner. Money. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Anyway. Uh, I shouldn't have said that. Scratch that. Anyway, so what did you think, Robert, right off the bat? What did you think of this? I loved it. I didn't think that they would uh, go through some of the things that they went through in the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, they're pretty bold with what they got away with. And a lot of people were saying, well, I can't believe Disney let them get away with this, you know? I can't believe Disney let them do this and this and this. Disney doesn't interfere. I I didn't think uh, there was anything that... Uh, was too racy or edgy to even come up with that question. Yeah. To be honest. Because yeah. really, look at Disney. They kill moms off, <laughs> dads off. You know, I mean, Frozen, you know. It's not like their their movies are not emotional or dark. Yeah, You know what I mean? So really, this fits in. It really does. It does. And it's just, I I really enjoyed this film. Uh, at first, I was a little nervous, and I mm-hmm. went and saw it with Josh, who couldn't be here, of course. Um, but we were both talking about it in the car after how, at the beginning, it felt like there was so much info being thrown at you, and there was so many planets. It's switching locations constantly, yeah. Yeah, so at yeah. first, I was like, uh-oh, I don't yeah. know if I like this. Yeah. But nope. It was that, was, that didn't even matter. I mean, there's the rest of that movie is I think it's up there next to, uh, as people have been saying, Empire Strikes Back. It's pretty close. It's pretty close to that. And it had that feel to it, too. Yeah. It was still, they didn't rely too much on CGI. Mm -hmm. Uh, With this new generation of Star Wars, they're really getting it right with blending CGI with practical effects. And it it makes a difference. It really makes it feel more human, especially this one. Yeah, it's like salt and pepper, brother. I mean, it's it's working together. and, And you don't, you don't really notice, you yeah. know. It's good. And see, so I kind of want to do this right off the bat. I want to bring this up. There are CGI characters, mm-hmm. and they're characters we already know. I'm trying to get too into spoiler territory, but there are characters that were in past movies, and they're yeah. big characters in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've heard different things from the, uh, you know, my friends, people online, stuff like that, that some of them look too fake, but it's always you know, differing theories. Some mm-hmm. people think that one character looks really fake and the other one looks really good and vice versa. So honestly, the first one I saw in 3D, it was a little noticeable. I think Second the 3D time, makes it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it like almost a little flat on their face. Well, even with what I've noticed and, you know, I've seen other Star... I've never seen Star Wars films in 3D. And I've seen the mm-hmm. new ones countless times. Yeah. But the... Like even the X wings in 3D, they kind of look more like a but a video game, yeah, yeah, graphic rather than the movie graphic. But when I saw the HD um, previews, certain scenes, yeah. they didn't have that look. They look they look awesome. So I think it's the 3D a little bit, kind of yeah. exposes it a little bit. And the second time I saw it, it was in 2D, and you don't even notice. Oh, you don't. Like oh, your man. brain, you know, picks up that that is CGI. Yeah. So that kind of messes with your understanding of that scene. But if you didn't know that those characters, honestly, one of them, the real actor's dead. Yeah, If absolutely. you didn't know that, 
you probably couldn't tell. No, and I, it's that was that was a nice surprise. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I, I don't think we saw him in previews. Nope. Yeah, so nope. that. I really liked that. And I heard Josh next to me going, oh, nice. Or he said something. <laughs> He'll have to remind us what he said. But I heard and I laughed a little bit. I think you couldn't tell with him at all. Yeah. Now, I won't give away the character at the end. It was a little more noticeable. But it was really fast. But it's fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one I noticed a little bit more. Yeah. But it's like two seconds. And, you know, I mean, for what it is, mm-hmm. they didn't have to go that far. Yeah. If it if this was like if we didn't have a world where we could do CGI, they would just show the back of her and she would never turn around. I was and you just know, yeah, yeah, or even a side profile, yeah, you know, or they've been spending weeks of casting trying to find someone who looks close, yeah, you know. But I think they did a great job. They did a much better job than they did in Game of Thrones with. what was it? Cersei's body double and her walk of shame. Oh, where it's like yeah. completely blatant. You're like, yeah. oh, come on. That doesn't even look yeah. close to her. <laughs> At least CGI the face. You're like begging <laughs> for it. Yeah, that one. And she's done, uh, I don't remember her name, but yeah, that actress, she's done like nude scenes in other movies. And then that one is like so obviously fake. Yeah. And you know, it's not even necessary. They yeah. didn't have to show her nude. They could have yeah. just done a shoulders. Yeah, and the sh- the walk of shame, and that woman's a great actress. She could have just given her facial expressions the whole time, and made that completely painful the whole way. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's not it's not. We would get the idea exactly. You could have a crowd around her everywhere to hide the nudeness. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I would still have liked the scene and respected the the humiliation. It still would have gotten the point across. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, they went. They went I think they yeah. went for the cheap route, the yeah. easy way, and they were expecting everyone to look at parts yeah. and not notice the face. Yeah, but no, not not, not with like Star that. Wars. Not with Star. Wars. <laughs> not in Star Wars. <laughs> Back to the Star Wars. Oh, uh, what right, I thought man. was really cool. Um, it's a little spoilers, not too big. Um, Darth Vader's lair. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, so. absolutely. If you saw trailers, you know that Darth Vader's in the movie at least a little bit. Yeah. Um, he has one major scene at the end. Oh. I won't give that away, but... And that that gives you chills. That scene, yes. that scene is incredible. It makes you fear him. And it makes you understand why the rebellion fears him. Mm-hmm. But he has that lair. And it's supposedly on the same planet that he had his big showdown with Obi-Wan in episode three. And this thing, I thought it was super cool because that has been in concept art since, I think, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That long? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. They, there was really no good point to put it in any of the other movies, which makes sense. And it probably would have been super cheesy yeah. if they tried. I mean, they couldn't do it the way we... I mean, that, that scene with Obi-Wan and him. Yeah. It's really hard to... It's the best part of episode three, I oh, think. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, James Earl Jones coming back to do the voice. He's obviously a lot older. He's close to 90. But he did great, man. He still did great. The guy's got an amazing voice. Yeah. You can't help. He will always go down in history as the best Darth Vader voice ever. Oh, by far. Because he's <laughs> the, the only Darth Vader <laughs> voice. No one else can do it. But he was he even does it on the Star Wars uh, cartoon Rebels. Oh, he does. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, I wow. haven't seen it yet, but I mean, that's what I've been reading. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't have that channel either. We wanted it and I wish it was on Netflix. <laughs> Me too, man. Someday. Someday. Um I also heard or read um that 
Darth Vader makes a joke. In a way, it it's is? kind of a silly little pun. I liked it. I thought I saw it fit. It. I had a little fit. laugh, you know, when it when it, in the midst of it all. Yeah. But you know, it's Darth Vader, you know, so yeah, it's like the boss making a joke. You know? Yeah, it's not funny. It's more like chills or you're shaking your head, yeah, or like the Joker, you know, almost, almost that, like, yeah, yeah. It I didn't know. make me think less of him. No, 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 no. Yeah. The only thing that bothered me for this whole movie, because mm-hmm. I grew up with the older ones, yeah, is he was missing the chain. Did you notice that around his neck? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's like, when does he get the chain? Is that for the cape? I'm not even sure. I figured it was for the cape. Um, I'm going to have to go back and watch those movies because I rewatched episode four actually on Tuesday after seeing mm-hmm. uh, Rogue One. I don't know if time. he has the chain in the first one. I think it's uh, I know he has it in Return. Yeah, I know he definitely has it in The Return of the Jedi. Okay. I so absolutely maybe, remember that. Maybe it is different. I don't know. I think they were trying to match episode four a bit for continuity's sake. So would I think it, they made it a little simplified for that. Wouldn't it be funny if they forgot the chain? They're like, crap, we forgot the chain. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. Oh, they'll <laughs> Maybe they won't it. notice. Yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll find something. <laughs> oh, we got to hold fan. two more down the chain. <laughs> Nobody else cares. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about the, 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 the what, are, what would you call that? A choker chain? <laughs> Which is so funny because he's known for choking. Yeah. And he forgot his own choker chain. <laughs> what do you think about the scene with the the uh, hyperbaric chamber or whatever you call that? Oh, that he emerges yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. How cool oh, is that? That is cool. Man. And I'm glad they didn't get the actor who played Anakin oh. to redo that part. Because there's no need. No, I mean, he's, no. he's in a chamber. It's just you, they show enough of him mm-hmm. before putting on the suit that it, you know, it gives you a little bit of a chill. Oh, dude. And then you see him just walk out oh, with the fog and everything. Oh, man. Yeah, that they did a great job on that. Yeah. And I think they brought a new tone to Vader. Yeah. Because that last scene, man. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine that scene if I wanted to. Yeah. I mean, how long? Uh, I mean, if you really think about Vader, he's almost, for me, like a safe villain. It's like a villain. Yeah, he kills... Yeah millions with a death star you know but it's quick you know what i mean he fights off an old man and then a young boy (laughs) yeah 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 but wow that's that last scene it's it took my breath away yeah i was like worried i was like oh man i don't think they're gonna get even though we know what happens yeah (laughs) i'm like how are they gonna get away (laughs) i'm i'm giving away too much oh so what did you think of the new characters? I liked them. Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, I like Felicity Jones. I think we've only seen her. One, I, I've only seen her in another movie. I've only seen her in, uh, the one with Stephen Hawking notes, the, uh, theory of everything. Oh, that was her. Yeah, I think oh. so. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. I saw that. That was a good movie. Yeah. She's, a good. she's a good actress. Um, I think she did a great, she got a great role. I love her look. Her look has that star, that like classic Star Wars feel, like the other yeah. rebels, the side characters, yeah. you know. And even like in the video games, you know, they'll throw in a girl or something. And mm-hmm. when you're playing um, Battlefronts, you'll they, she has that look, man. Yeah. So they did great with picking her. And it wasn't like a supermodel or something they just threw into it. It looks like no, she yeah. belongs in that universe. Well, I like I like her, I like her personality. Mm-hmm. 
I, I mean, it's, it's almost like a more aggressive Princess Leia, you know, <laughs> who's not a princess. It's like know? a mixture between Princess Leia and Han Solo. Han Solo, yeah, yeah. It's like a female Han Solo. Good call, man. It's, so, yeah. it's the one that Ben Solo should have been. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like they should have made, made Ben Solo a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's next. Like a Sith female would be that wicked. would be cool that would be cool very wicked yeah but i'm i like the direction the the this franchise is going and and then uh diego luna his character was yeah. awesome man uh he, again the a new uh rebel to who's different who's got his own kind of style but he does whatever it takes yeah yeah now han solo you know he'll he shoots first but we actually see him kill a guy in the beginning just to kind of get away. In the first, like, five minutes. I know, yeah. man. Yeah. So it's like, that that was different. I yeah. mean, because, you know, you kind of kind of gives you an idea how important their job is. You know, kind of, it's kind of like another level of, um, they must do everything, mm-hmm. protect everything to get their job done. Yeah. You know, so it kind of gives you, I mean, really, let's face it, in the eyes of the Empire, these guys are terrorists. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're extremists, yeah. They're extremists. Yeah. So it's it's kind of, I mean, the way, the way different ways you can look at it, oh, yeah, he's he's a good guy, but no, he's got to do some bad things. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of different. It's not this sugar-coated. Like, he's just an every everyday guy kind of thing. He only kills bad guys. No, he kills if he, he needs to now if they could just get the stormtroopers to actually shoot somebody <laughs> and i do have a theory about that actually that oh, i do. haven't thought about before but we can get to that later oh cool i want to yeah. hear it man um i do like that diego luna's character mm-hmm. uh which uh his name always escapes me cassian Cap- andor cassian yep captain 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 cassian, cassian. yeah that's a cool um, name I do like that about him, that he's mm-hmm. in a particular shade of gray because they always, in the Star Wars universe, it's always light side and dark side. Yeah. And the dark side is always doing the evil things to, uh, you know, further their propaganda. But no, he does that on the light side for the rebellion, mm-hmm. which gives it extra depth. And it's, uh, the movie only spans, I think, about a week, maybe a couple days. Yeah. Um, all the characters, all the main characters at least, do go through a pretty good arc. For in the span of a couple of days. Oh, I would say so. Dealing with the Death Star. Yeah, it's like a once they discover what they're dealing with, it's like a whole new level of like, oh no, there's this new pressure. Yeah. So it's like uh it's almost like having a tragedy in your life and you gotta grow up quick exactly. and deal with it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I agree, man. You can tell that about Jin or so now, with her father and that whole thing. Oh, yeah. And, and now that we're getting to that, I have to spoiler, you know. Stop listening right now if you haven't seen the movie. Uh, but uh, the whole deal with his her father, is it Galen? This has been a, this whole deal with the star, Death Star, since childhood. Yeah. Friends and I have discussed at various uh, lunches at school, of course, you know, or what, what have you. But, you know, we used to say, why build a Death Star? <laughs> right? You know where I'm going. With the exhaust with port. just An open there. port. Yeah. Yeah. With this ability to shoot one area to blow the whole thing up. Yeah. You know, we used to say this and we used to kind of make fun of star Wars because it's stupid. It seems not that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That part of it. Yeah. The empire's stupid. That's why they lost, (laughs) you know, even though this, even though they all look cool, Mm -hmm. 
this thing was dumb. This yeah. was a major uh, engineering error, even though it was necessary to have an exhaust. Yeah. You're, you're also having exhaust going into space. How? I mean, it should be blowing out stuff. And it really, you don't get that feeling that it's blowing out anything. That's true. So we've That's gone true. through all this. Yeah. But, uh, um, I mean... They have no trouble going in. It's not like there's air coming out or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, it makes no sense. But um, this story, man, really changes all that. Now I can't say that anymore. Yeah. Now that we know who the designer is and that it was put <laughs> there on purpose. You because, know? yeah, he steps up to help them finish the Death Star. Yeah. But he makes this very severe but small weakness to it. That they don't notice. That they don't notice. And his reasoning behind it is he's not, he's a pacifist. He's not yeah. on the rebellion side. He's not on the empire side, but he does not want to help them build it. If he, he if he dies though, saying, I won't do this for you, they'll of course shoot him. Yep. But and then build someone it anyway. will take their place. Yeah, yeah. So he builds it with a weakness. Yeah. That is so cool. It's a very, very cool idea. I, I love that. I mean, that, and Mads Mikkelsen again. Yeah. And he's so cool, man. He's, he's a so great good. actor. Yeah. Man, I I really uh I really believed that that was her father. And, yeah, you know that's it's a good and she's a great actress. Yeah. Uh, she's Jen or so, right? Jen or so, yep. Yeah, I like that. I like that storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't. The only thing I don't get is the mom coming out. Yeah, that was kind of Disney, to be honest. Right away. Yeah. 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 And and it didn't bother me enough not to like the story. Yeah. And I'm being really picky, man. I'm really <laughs> looking for stuff to be like, oh, yeah, that part. Well, I like that, okay, her dying early, it's her fault. Yeah. And it's just her being stupid, but it is a good chance to show off director Krennic. Sure. Uh, the oh, other oh, main oh, villain. Oh, I see. Um, it's showing how brutal he is. No, oh, Just okay. to get his job done with the Death Star. Yeah, I can, so I can see that. So it makes sense for that. But for her character, it's just kind of a sloppy character because she's only there for two minutes. Well, and I, I realize, you know, from a story standpoint, she has to die yeah. because they need Jen to grow up and be raised by rebels. And there's no way she's going to let that happen. Yeah. Being the mom. Yeah. But I think it would have been better if they had her get sick and she dies in the cave or something. It's, yeah. You know, whatever. Some other way. Or if she died when he was originally working on the Death Star, and that's why he left. There you go. But um, I was kind of thinking about that, too. If she stayed alive for the entire movie, you know that she was going to be one of the people that die on the Death Star. When yeah. Up. Yeah, exactly. No, you're <laughs> and right. they yeah, wouldn't yeah. do that. No, that, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's very true. She would still be left on there crying about her dead husband. Her, yeah. Her daughter. And, and it's just, that. yeah, then she blows up at the end. <laughs> Yeah, that makes be horrible. That would be that would be worse, actually. Yeah. No, good point. Yeah, no, that's true. Luke is flying away on his X-wing, going woohoo, and I mean, mom's dead. They could have had it where you know they're running away. Yeah, and the stormtroopers catch up and they shoot her in the back. Yeah, and she's protecting her daughter. In the meantime, you know, or she takes one. You know, yeah, she could die in a her, her like rather than being uh, foolish and trying to shoot somebody and dying that ma- that way. Yeah. Been cool if you know she was trying to protect her daughter and takes one of the you know for her you know um, secret service style. Kind of does, kind <laughs> of does in a way. In a way, she, you can they're see distracted it, yeah. so she can get away further. But yeah, and that might be the reason she did it. But they don't really make that clear. Exactly. I do want to bring up before I forget the whole spiel that I was going to go into about the stormtroopers. Okay. So uh, this made me want to rewatch episode four, uh, five, six, and even seven. 
uh, a new uh, The Force Awakens. I'm thinking, and I didn't catch this the first like four times. Um, I didn't catch this like the first bunch of times I saw The Force Awakens, but the stormtroopers, they're not clones in The Force Awakens. Oh. They're kidnapped. Yeah, that's from right. their parents. That's how Finn finally rebels. He's like, I was taken at an early age and just trained to do this. Yeah. But in the earlier Star Wars movies, the prequels, it is clones. It's clones of... Uh, uh... Jango Fett. Jango Fett, yeah. So my theory is because they're clones and they've cloned this one guy millions of times mm-hmm. that... He gets less... Less brain power. Ah, uh, he starts... <laughs> oh, that makes so sense. So that's why they miss all the time in the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy because they're just rehashes. So it's almost like uh, the, the genetics are starting to thin out exactly, in some way. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So, and in The uh, Force Awakens, they or actually may- get some good shots in and oh, they sure, kill a lot sure, of sure. people. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. And they're a lot, each one's more, I, I would say they're more individualized. Yes. Even though they don't allow them to be individuals. Yeah. But like that one that gets, has that crazy sword or gun that folds into like a, and he fights with, um, with Finn. With the, Finn. It's like a baton. Yeah. 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 That's cool, man. Yeah. I, uh, I agree. Okay. It's given the stormtroopers, which is usually a faceless army, more depth. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like headcanon for me now is that clones are lackluster, they're dumb, they can't be trusted, so then they start Well, maybe kids. they don't have the nurture, the nurturing that's required. Mm-hmm. So they're not they don't they, they're they're kind of in the middle. They they don't they don't necessarily feel and they don't necessarily uh they're not angry or happy, yeah. you know. So without that passion, there's no real drive to hit somebody because yeah. you're just told to hit them. Yeah. yeah. And they lose, they're just like, oh, I'm shot, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They give up. Yeah. There's no will to do anything but be a clone. <laughs> yeah. And it, it did make sense for Rogue One because there's just so many stormtroopers that, of course, they're going to get lucky sometimes and hit this very small army mm. that's trying to get those Death Star plans. Um, but, yeah, they take a lot of them down. They do. Pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. But it kind of, yeah, catches up. Yeah. Oh, I, I get that. That, make, that makes sense. Yeah. And, of course, if you're kidnapping children of different... Uh, I guess in this case it would be different species or would it all be humanoid, do you think? I think they have different species. You think so? Probably. Um, I mean, they're, some are going to be better at shooting and some are going to be better at pilots. I mean, you're going to have that rather than cloning one guy. Yeah. You know, that never made sense to me. If they cloned this one guy, is he going to be good as a pilot? Yeah. You know, because we don't know. I, I mean... He would have the same weaknesses. He would have mm-hmm. the same strengths. And then, yeah, even that would I deteriorate. Mean, Jingo, you know, escapes from uh, Obi-Wan. Which is cool. In episode, yeah. yeah, which is cool. So, I mean, I guess he could, but... And then he gets his head cut off a day yeah. later. A day later. So he's not good at <laughs> arena fighting. They just need to clone... They just need to clone Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He was good at the arena fighting. Or just clone any Jedi. <laughs> any Jedi. Yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised they didn't clone any Jedis. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe for your future film. That would be good. Oh, that'd be kind of scary. Yeah. Cloning them and turning them. Ooh. That's, yeah. That would be kind of rough, man. Um, what did you think of uh, Donnie Yen's character? Oh, that was so cool. Yeah. And what is it? Do you call it Ip Man or IP Man? IP Man. IP Man. Mm-hmm. I think it's IP Man. That's what I call it. Yeah. I saw the first one, and he was super good in that. And I saw Into the Badlands, and he's really good. He knows martial arts. Yeah, you can tell, man. Yeah. And he does it very well. He's very yeah. smooth. Yeah, he was cool. His character was a bit obvious that he's 
this uh, blind guy who, of course, is the best with hand-to-hand fighting. Mm-hmm. And he's just this like kind of all-knowing figure that believes in the force nobody else brings up the force he's almost like a monk exactly but yet i don't know we don't know we don't think that he actually has the force yeah but he just believes in it he believes in it so much that it's almost like the force helps him out here exactly it's pretty weird yeah it's kind of cool man yeah and Um, then his buddy um bays yeah that guy was cool too like jang lin um i liked him because he was the skeptic Mm -hmm. that goes along with him but he's always like trying to protect him, and he always has his back regardless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is cool. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I I liked those two characters, and that guy has a really awesome gun, man. Yeah, that machine gun. That was legit. Yeah, and of course K two S O. Now K K two S O is awesome, man, and, and mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Firefly. I love I love Alan uh, Tudyk. Yeah, he's he's that guy's hilarious i mean you saw him we first met him or were introduced to him i think in uh dodgeball that's the first time i saw him like the pirate yeah yeah the pirate (laughs) so uh yeah that guy uh that guy was hilarious in that but uh um man i really like this robot yeah and i i think he was on conan or yeah did you see that yeah he was doing some other voices he was uh did voice for wreck it ralph frozen he's a pretty prolific voice actor he's good he's good and half the time you can't even tell it's him well, which you, usually is good who, who's the guy that played c-3po what's his name anthony uh, anthony daniels. did you hear about that yeah anthony daniels hated that he did cgi <laughs> capture for k2so so he said yeah uh, that's so funny now did he was anthony daniels c-3po in force awakens did they make him put on that suit Force Awakens, I think so. In, um, sorry, this is small, but it's a spoiler. Uh, Rogue One, you see him for two seconds. Yeah. So I don't think he did that. I'm pretty sure he didn't. Because they did make him wear a costume in Force Awakens. They did? Oh, yeah. man. Gosh. Yeah. And Kenny Baker, by then, he was a consultant for R2-D2. But yeah, he. I don't think he was ever in the R2 droid suit. Okay. But I know Anthony Daniels was, but Anthony Poor Daniels Andy. was complaining that like well for there good was reason. In my head, <laughs> you know, if you had to spend like twelve hours in that suit, <laughs> and then the new guy doesn't have to do it, <laughs> it does make you a bit cranky. Oh yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. I kind of side with him on it, even though I really like Alan. I, I kind of, but that I don't know how he could do that suit anyway. Yeah, because I think the arms, the way they are, I mean, I don't know how you, I don't know how they would do it. And it's a, it's a taller robot, Imperial robot. And I think they had him do it on set. He was just on stilts. But yeah, everything had mm-hmm. to be replaced, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's so funny. He was good, though. He was... It's not really comedic support, but he does bring a little bit, slightly lighter tone. But it's, um, not, it's not like blaring. It's not like out uh, separate from the tone of the film. It's funny because the character is very, very matter of the fact. Yes. The way he speaks. Yes. And that's what brings a comic, com, a comedic uh, tone to it. It, it. Have you ever seen We Bear Bears? Yeah. It reminds me of the polar bear. Yeah. Yeah. How, the way he talks. Yeah. Dimitri you know? Martin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, it's pretty close to that. It yeah. is. Yeah. The way, the way he, his personality is, you know, um, I can't think of an example of what anything he says, but, the way he speaks to himself kind of reminds me of uh, K2SO. But mm-hmm. The whole, why didn't I get a blaster? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. 
And instead of like CP3, which rattles off, you know, all these statistics, he's like, it's high. It's high, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love it. Very that. high. Our statistics for dying is very high. Yeah. He does rattle off a few numbers, but it keeps changing. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, oh, now they're very high. It's definitely a droid that you haven't seen in Star Wars before because usually no. you're just stuck with background characters, um, the rebellion robots, mm-hmm. whatever they're called, and yeah, C3PO and R2D2, and that's it. But yeah, he's a pretty good character. He's a great character. He's very much like something you'd see in Futurama. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's what I kind of liked about it. Yeah. But yeah, he, yeah, that was great, man. Now, did you know that Warwick Davis was in there? Warwick Davis? Yeah. No. He was uh, one of the rebels oh, was of he Saw the... Guerreras. Oh, I, I, now I heard he was going to be brought back, but I didn't know he was in Rogue One. Yeah. So was he one of, was he, I, I hate saying this, but was he the little alien? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, the shootout on uh, Jetta. That's awesome. Yeah, that was But once again, guy. we don't see his face. Yeah, and that's all practical effects. That's all puppeteering. No way. Yeah. That looked pretty CGI, man. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I'm glad he's being a part of it. He doesn't always play the same character. Obviously, thank goodness he wasn't an Ewok. That yeah. would have, that would have taken me out. That's too far, you know. <laughs> but he got a different character that made sense. I, I the, the one thing I definitely don't want to see is an Ewok ambassador. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> like what Jar would Jar do? Binks. Yeah, just imagine <laughs> if they had like a Senate, like in Episode One, with Jar Jar Binks and an Ewok ambassador. <laughs> Mr. Ewok ambassador, <laughs> you have the floor. Yup, nub. Yep, yep. Yup, nub. Yup, nub. They would just want to sing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to have, uh, if you're going to have that, you got to have um, uh, Jabba the Hutt's uh, oh. character. You know, what's his, what, what's the guy who answers his door, his butler, with yeah. the weird tube thing? It's like a butthead. Wumba Wumba. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Is that what he says? Is it Chubba Wubba? <laughs> <laughs> he has to be an ambassador for uh, Jabba. Yeah. Yeah. Or Tatooine. Oh, uh, yeah. But why not, why not Salacious Crumb? Oh, why not? Yeah, he yeah. could be in the ambassador. He'd just laugh at everything. <laughs> Everything's hilarious to him. <laughs> uh, I think that's his language. I don't think it's laughing. <laughs> That'd be but funny yeah. if he was saying, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good old Slacious Crumb. Now, I didn't mind the tiny bears. You know, when I was a kid, I cried when they died. Yeah. And I know George Lucas hates it when you call them tiny bears, but they are. They are. Ewoks, tiny bears. Chewbacca bears. came from the idea of a dog. Was it a dog? A shaggy dog. His See, dog. His I, dog was the shaggy dog. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was Bigfoot. No. I mean, because obviously well, kind, he looks like, bit. he looks exactly like Bigfoot. Yeah. You put You put a Chewbacca or a, a Wookiee mm-hmm. out in the Redwoods. They're going to think it's Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and good. I have to say, uh, Genevieve O'Reilly, who played uh, Mon Mothma, you know, the... Uh, uh, I don't know what you call her, the, the rebel leader. I guess so. That Her look was amazing. Yeah. You know, it. I thought it, for a while, I was trying to think, okay, was she in the original movies? The, she was in three. I know she was in three. three. I but, know that. But I mean, like, the, the original look, trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was not her. But it looks just like yeah, her. Yeah. It's crazy. Because um, you remember the the scene that this is all based off of when they when they're in the meeting and Luke's there for the first time mm-hmm. uh, on the rebel uh, the rebel ship, and they get the Death Star plans finally. Yeah, and she says many people died, 
to bring you this information. You know, this is that story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that lady, I thought of her immediately. Yeah, when that's I saw Genevieve. Yeah. yeah, so that was cool. Now, I I brought him up before, but Forrest Whitaker uh, saw Guerrero. What did you think of him? I've heard different things. I liked him. Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. Um, I love his character. I, I like the quirkiness of the character. Mm-hmm. And I've always been a fan of Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Always. I, I mean, I've seen quite a few. I've been following him for a long time, man. And I, I want to say he even did. He was the host of the newer versions of Outer Limits. Did oh, you know wow. that? I, I don't quote me on it, but it was a show like that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know he's in, I think the first movie I ever saw him in was Species. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, I like him as an actor a lot. Um, He's definitely proven himself. And this character, um, his his accent, the way he is, I th- I thought it was very fitting for the movie. I thought so too. Some people had problems with his tone because his tone of voice changed. Not the not really the tone of the character, but the tone of the voice. Yeah, I, I noticed that in a couple instances. But it makes sense because he has a respirator, so like a Darth Vader like respirator. There's that, and then you know, given all his other elements, because he got a metal peg leg or something. Two, both. Yeah, of them. both of yeah. them were that way. See, yeah. I couldn't catch that. So you know, that's exhausting. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna your energy level and your pain level are gonna be fluctuating. Yeah. And when you get upset, it's gonna fluctuate. Oh yeah. So I didn't. That didn't bother me. Yeah, and people just like to nitpick on the stuff like this. It's just smaller things. This mm-hmm. is a very, very small part of the movie, mm-hmm. but they have to find something. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I was looking for things too, man. The whole I, time I was watching it, I w- I was eating it up and enjoying it, mm-hmm. but I was trying to find okay, what what bothers me, and what I there wasn't very much. Now in the town, do you mm-hmm. remember in the town? Uh, you see the two guys from the bar. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you catch that? Yeah, that was kind of the first cameo I think that connected it. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't mind it. No, I didn't either. It was obvious. They stayed on a little long, long enough that you were like, oh, okay, okay, that's what they're doing. And then you notice they had Red Leader uh, Five. I think was what he's called. Red Five. Yeah. Red Five. Yeah. And then he dies. <laughs> they, it's the only one of the red team that they show dying. Yeah, which, and it's because I know, Luke man. took his place. I know. That yeah. was, I was like, oh, I get that. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that guy was a terrible pilot. Yeah, yeah. he's gone. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, did you see that in that fight scene with the X wings that mm-hmm. they reused footage? Yeah, I read that later. I didn't notice it at the time though. It was obvious to me, but I couldn't put my finger on it because it looked like it was. Not really superimposed. It did look more like CGI, like they did once again. Maybe have remastered someone, it. Well, no, someone like um, uh, that looked similar to that person, and they CGI'd it to make it look like that person, oh, that okay. original person. But no, they actually went through unused footage for A New Hope. I like that, and actually. went back and used it on that one. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. That is really cool. It's a clever way to do it. I love. I'm just loving everything about this movie. Actually, yeah. um, I, I can't wait to see it again. Um, I'm gonna take the kids this time. Uh, I didn't think it was uh, too scary for Kinsey and Sam. Well, hopefully, they don't get too attached. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sam cried at ET, so there might. I don't know. I don't know that Sam will cry during this. There's, yeah. I don't see a character other than the robot that he'll get attached to. Yeah. Because he true. he he likes robots. Yeah, the the characters that the humans play, yeah, or humanoids play, um, 
I don't know if it's really. I wouldn't say it's not like kid friendly, but I don't know if kids have uh, enough interest for them than they would with K two S O. Yeah, that's true. But you know, they always bring them back in toy form, so that'll fix everything. (laughs) (laughs) Characters live forever when Mm -hmm. they're action figures. Um, Now you've heard of this machete order, right? With Star Wars uh, one through six. Machete order, no, yeah. haven't. So, so, a couple of fans, and this was last year before Episode Seven came out. Uh, they were trying to come up with the best um, order to view the movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, and because you don't want to start off with Episode One and have no. people watch the crappy movies and then go into the good original trilogy, because it's really jarring. It's mm-hmm. a very different tone. Uh, you can tell the technology's older. So they came up with the Machete Order, which is Episode 4, New Hope, Episode 5, Empire Strikes Back. But before oh. you start Return of the Jedi, you go back to 1, 2, and 3. So it's like uh, you start the prequel tw- trilogy in the middle of the trilogy. I'll have to try that. Yeah, so you so you watch it that way, and then it leads you up to uh, Return of the Jedi and um, The Force Awakens. Now this, Rogue One, changes that. Now, oh, now. Now it kind of has to be chronological. Oh, uh, because... It- well, really, it's episode three and a half, and I've made that joke before. Yeah, yeah, but, but it fits. It, it does fits. fit, man. Yeah, you're right. It Absolutely. kind of builds up episode three, and it makes episodes four four's shortcomings a lot less noticeable. It really does. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, I would have to say, it explains a lot, and I like yeah. how they they uh, mention other characters. Mm-hmm. You know, introduce them, and say, hey, we got to go get this guy. You know, yeah. we got to go get. Uh, I have a friend on tattooing. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. I would trust her with my life. Yeah. And then, yep. Yep. There's a lot of like winking, winking to what's hints. going to go on in episode mm-hmm. four. But I've talked about this before. Episode four, like I watched recently, and it was kind of amateurishly directed. Yeah. Um, Lucas directed that one. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's the first one. He directed it, and he did a lot of world building. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, yeah. It's a simple story. It's an enjoyable story. But when I was rewatching it, when I got my Blu-ray set, I was like, you know, they made quite a few little mistakes, but it's kind of obvious mm-hmm. when you're looking for it. Like, this is stuff that a director shouldn't have put in the movie. Yep. Especially one of the best uh, goofs, and I think they got rid of it on the newer releases, is like the stormtrooper hitting in the, his head. Yeah, yeah we used to always like watch that. for it. Yeah. That should have never been in the movie to begin with. It's a half a second you can take out. Mm-hmm. It's just like little, like, just nitpicky stuff but it of course seen it so many times throughout my life it takes me out of it a little bit now Mm -hmm. but then going back to watch rogue one it makes me admire episode four more yeah like it's a double feature it's like it completes it yeah absolutely no i agree man back to back is awesome and and you know that one that i know it was the first film Mm -hmm. and i know what he was doing was completely new with the whole space opera i don't know if they call it that but um I mean, it had never been done before. I mean, he's mixing action and drama, yeah. really. And and samurai movies, and yeah. westerns. Yep. Yeah, it's just this giant mashup, mm-hmm. never been done before. So, really, you have to give him credit mm-hmm. for being such a pioneer. Oh yeah, and, it works. It works. And it works. Yeah. I mean, the only ones I wish they'd redo really is those first, the one episode one, two, and three. You know, <laughs> they could have cut some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at work a couple I think it was last week at work we 
had had a lull, and that was the this the the topic is you know re, what what we would do to re, to make those movies better. Yeah, and you know what everyone said. Cut out episode one. Well, <laughs> no, they like Darth. <laughs> do not kill Darth Maul. And uh, and get rid of the child actor. Yeah, it should have been like a he should have been older, an yeah. adolescent, not a young kid. Yep. The kid was too young, and it's creepy when he starts hitting on Padme, who's a teenager. Yeah. And it's Natalie Portman. She was like 20 at the time. I know. That was weird. That's very weird, but, you know, it is Darth Vader. No, it's Anakin Skywalker. There you but, go. It's Annie. But, but yeah, Annie. They never <laughs> should call Darth Vader Annie, by the way. That just bothers me. Well, the, no wonder he turned evil. Yeah. But uh, you might as well name him Jane or Sue. <laughs> but, uh, um. What what we were talking about is it would be nice if it was like a, a kid, like you said, that was teenager, awesome at everything he does, mm-hmm. already was worked his way out of slavery. Yeah. Because he's good at everything. Yeah. He wins races all the time. Never never gets beat. Yeah. Because he already has that like Jedi potential, mm-hmm. but he has a, a secret honoriness where maybe he already uses the force to his benefit. Yeah. And the Jedi doesn't see it. That's what I'd like. Yeah. And he hits on Padme right away and he seduces her. Yeah. That's what I would have liked to see. And um No Jar Jar. No Jar Jar. There was no reason for him no, in there. And it offended a lot of people. Yeah. But they, they did I, a lot of caricatures, racist yeah. racist caricatures in that first one. And I don't know if they meant to do that or not, mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't it didn't we don't need that character and, and but that's how I would have it redone or want to see it redone. Yeah. And uh, the same thing with Bubba Fett, man. Older, okay, yeah. yeah. Maybe the maybe Jenga. I don't know if he's actually his son or if he's a clone of himself. Do they ever say? I don't think so. Yeah, because he's a little boy. Yeah. So you you have to think the clones are probably cloned to their to male age, right? They probably age them. They don't probably raise them, huh? Yeah. So. Maybe I'm remembering episode two incorrectly, but I think that's what happened is he had a clone that he wanted to raise. Oh, maybe that's what it is. I think that's what it was. Do they go into that? I don't even remember. If it is, it's that forgetful. It's not that important, but it's interesting. Um, Yeah, Jar Jar, he's only there for the kids. The long story of episode one, he has no place. It's just so he can get the Gungan people to fight against the droids, Yeah, which is just a big mash of CGI. It is. For the big story, that's not necessary. No. Yeah. Uh, episode two, I would have gotten rid of. Uh, I would keep the Django stuff. I would keep the clone stuff. Okay. It was just the little touches here and there, like when Anakin and Obi Wan get their lightsabers back. They do the like row fist. Yeah, that's not lightsabers. Good. Yeah, we're cool. And gotta the other thing that oh, and the romance. Me, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Well, I like the romance. I actually like that, but uh, I don't like how whiny. Yes. Darth Vader is. Yes. Why can't I be a Jedi Master and be on the council? <laughs> you know? What? I don't like sand. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. And then, like you said, as far as in the first one, where um, here you have a little kid, um, uh, Anakin, mm-hmm. and they go before the council, and you got Yoda, and he's like, oh, he's too young. But yet you have... Obi Obi Wan, who's what still Padawan, yeah, with Qui Gon, yeah. and he's like way older. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, it's like you have to be born and go right into the academy. No, that, no, makes, that no makes no sense. sense. Yeah, yeah. So, 
And then Luke Skywalker's way older. Yeah, I think that's the only reason they had him say that is because mm-hmm. it was like a little fan wink to yeah. him telling that to Luke, but Luke was much older, so it made sense there. It didn't make sense with Anakin, who's eight. Yeah. <laughs> He's too so, old. Should have been killing Sith when he was in the crib. That's no, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> so, yeah, he should have started as adolescence. They should have skipped the teenage years yep. with uh, Anakin and go right into adult in episode two and three. That's the way I see it. That's, I, I wouldn't mind if... Uh, Disney was like, hey, JJ, we want you to redo these. Yeah. I'd actually be like, yes. Yeah. Let's see what happens. You want to preserve the original trilogy, yeah, but the prequel, fine. fix it. Yeah, the original trilogy to me is like the New and Old Testament of the Bible. You can't do that. You yeah. can't touch that. Yeah. But the other ones are just like devotionals. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But for all the, uh, I mean, people are now complaining about episode seven. I wouldn't change a single thing. Me either. It's similar to A New Hope. Yes, it has some of the same things. It's not a remake, though. It's not a reboot, but it's like continuing the, the same story. The yeah. feeling is what matters. That's, they wanted to get you back yep. to the feeling. And, that, and they did a great job of that. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I can watch yeah. that movie over and over. I like that one. I really yeah, like it. me too. It has a good rewatchability factor. Uh, so does Rogue One. You catch sure. things that... You missed the first couple times. Oh, you do? Yeah. Especially, I mean, the second time, uh, the ending fight. Oh, okay. Um, I missed a lot of little parts of it. He's going mad in that, man. Yeah. It's like, a I like fight it. at the end. In fact, it makes me feel like, again, when he comes after you in the video game, in the, yes. uh, in the battle fronts. Yeah. You get that same, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm toast. You're like, oh, God. He's coming there's, right for me. I'm there's gone. There's nothing I'm I can gone. do. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. If only they had horror on Battlefront. Oh, if only. <laughs> you remember yeah, him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Masters of Terrace Kasi game that was horrible. Oh. And they had to name one of their characters horror. I remember seeing that thinking, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I forgot about that. They're like, no, good enough. Let's start on the Star Wars chess game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, now, uh, we brought up him in the past uh, about Director Krennic, the main villain. Uh, that that guy, Barry Mendelssohn, mm-hmm. he is phenomenal, and he is threatening. He is, yeah. He, he's on the lower rung of the empire mm-hmm. you see his boss and his boss's boss and yeah yeah um i thought he was really good he's i did too he's in control of building the death star yeah yeah and he's infatuated with it oh, and yeah. he has to show it off even and destroy a couple towns but yeah like that made sense uh, yeah now i liked i liked that part of the story that element mm-hmm. and then you know the fear the struggle yeah. And then of course the conversation with Darth Vader, you know. Yeah. Um the pressure's on, man. Yeah. With that yeah, there's pressure all around and then having incident after incident mm-hmm. and his worry. Oh man. Yeah. And those final scenes with him, you know, was, that, that was perfect. The desperation was perfect. Yeah. 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 It does make me wonder what they cut out, though, because mm. you remember seeing the trailers. There are oh, some yeah. things that they didn't put in the movie. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, and there was a reshoot. I heard that, right? I, I mean, it's not obvious, though. No, they it's always not. do reshoots on big budget films. There's pre-production, principal production, then post-production. Okay, this was post-production reshoots 
to kind of bring it all together when you're editing. You have to do oh, that. Oh, I see, I see. But I don't know if that was from reshoots technically because they made it seamless. There was the Fantastic Four movie that came out two years ago, mm-hmm. Fanforstic. Um, <laughs> those ones, when they did reshoots, it was obvious. Like uh, Sue Storm's hair, you could tell it was a wig on the reshoots versus oh. natural on the original shoots. It was jarring. Oh, this, you couldn't tell. You could tell that some things weren't uh, in the movie that was in the trailer, <laughs> but it made sense for the overall movie. So I oh, didn't wow. mind it. I was just obvious, like, yeah, she didn't say that dumb, oh, I'm a rebel, I rebel. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. That line yeah, was gone. I don't miss that. No, and I'm yeah. glad they didn't have that. Yeah. It wasn't necessary. It made her more of a like a quiet loner without that, mm-hmm. which makes a lot more sense. Well, and I, I think uh, the the way her character evolves mm-hmm. is perfect. Yeah, people say it happens too fast, but no, you no. They're thrown in it, man. Yeah, it has you're thrown happen. in the crap. Yeah, yeah, they're they're dealing with it, and that last little scene with her, you know, and him, and um, that it's like, oh man. I mean, you, yeah, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, but you, you, you just don't know. Who you know what I mean? Because yeah. we we have no reference. Yeah, we just know that it takes place. You know what happens because it's right before episode four. Yeah, but you don't know how it's going to happen. Nope. You don't know if these characters are going to live on. You don't know if these characters will be heard from again, or if they're going to save them for sequels or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of the thrill that I get from it. Well, that's it's, what's great with them ending the canon. Yeah, because. All these offshoot stories, the universe is endless, man. It's way too big. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. Yeah. So it, you're going to get a lot of great tales, a lot of great stories, mm-hmm. and characters can be reintroduced because even if they're gone, I mean, it's this is great. There's always a way to tell stories in this universe. Mm-hmm. That's the upside. Um, and I was telling you this before, but bringing up the next Star Wars anthology film that will come after Star Wars Episode Eight is the Han Solo. Yeah. Solo movie. Um, word is that they might have Jyn Erso in that one. That's awesome. Uh, she is technically contracted for another movie, although they could buy her out of her contract. Mm-hmm. You never know. Um, I'm kind of excited for that now. Yeah, I like. I would like to see her in another movie. Yeah. And I'd go, I'd go to any Star Wars movie, of course, but... Yeah. When they started phenomenal. announcing these, like you know, Rogue One is going to be about how they got the plans. I was like, that doesn't sound interesting. Yeah. Then they were like, we're going to do Han Solo Solo movie. Is that necessary? And then they say who's directing it, who's <laughs> cast in it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on board. The directors who did the Lego movie 21 and 22 Jump Street. Oh, wow. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, I think it is. Um, Lord and Miller. Those guys are directing it, which they can probably get the right tone of comedic but not too jokey um and i the name escapes me but we have a really good guy playing han solo and then donald glover great Mm -hmm. actor great musician even is playing uh lando oh no way yeah i don't know i I love that i love that because he does look like lando yeah he's like a young lando i mean you can see it yeah i don't know if i can ever get his name correct with the who's playing Han Solo, uh, but it's Alden Ehrenreich. 
I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I've only ever seen him. I think his only big movie was Hail Caesar, which was earlier this year. Coen Brothers movie. He's good. He's yeah. hilarious in it. But huh. they're going to make the Hansel movie kind of like more of a Western. Oh, uh, like space Western. Yeah. yeah that, that, that does make sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's real fitting for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll, that'll draw the Firefly crowd, too. Yeah. Because that's what we like about Firefly. Yeah. And, and <laughs> their initial idea for a third anthology movie, which would be like 2020, uh, already was Boba Fett. They've kind of flip-flopped on that. They They're should, not sure. because Boba Fett is perfect for that. Well, I think they should have him in the Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. Like, have them do a head-to-head because they're both bounty hunters. Well, they'll probably introduce him again. Yeah. They'll probably have him there. Yeah. But I don't know if he needs his own movie, though. I think he would add on to the Han Solo I movie. would like to see a movie because being that he can be hired by anyone. Yeah. And, there, you know, I think there's a comic book scene with him fighting Darth Vader. Really? Yeah, which he actually beats Darth Vader in. Don't quote me on this, but I think <laughs> I remember it. And Darth Vader, he, he spares him. And there's like this, all of a sudden, there's this like respect. He has a mutual respect. Yeah, and yeah. this is why Darth Vader in the future uses him. Hmm. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. See, that would be cool. That might make sense for a Han Solo movie, though. It so might. So he could be the main villain and test himself. Sure. And then get hired by uh, Jabba. Um, that's kind of weird, though, because all we've seen of Boba Fett is he's just a menacing villain, doesn't really say much mm-hmm. in the original trilogy. And then he shoots an arrow at Luke, falls down a hole, and dies. Well, we don't know if he dies. Yeah, in theory. In he theory. Dies. Yeah, we don't know. It would be interesting if he does get his own solo movie that it's between mm-hmm. six and seven, and you find out how he gets out of the Sarlacc pit and tries to exact revenge or what have you. That would, that be, would be interesting. That would be cool, like actually getting out of there mm-hmm. in a clever way. Yeah. Not being digested for a thousand years. Yeah. That would be cool. A thousand years. <laughs> that That's always so silly. I always thought that was digested a little too much. Slowly. Slowly. Over a thousand years. <laughs> no matter that you would die after like 50. It doesn't, it, you know, it, the worm keeps you alive <laughs> and it sustains you with its, with its slurm. Oh, <laughs> oh, so you have to be codependent with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's so. That's it so feeds funny. you, and you feed it. Yeah. I mean, if it, I mean, really think about how bad digestion is if it takes a thousand years. Yeah, it's <laughs> taking a while. <laughs> <laughs> Typical C three PO. He's probably talking about himself. Yeah, you know that the metal, whatever material he's made off, would take a thousand years to digest. Probably <laughs> a thousand years. <laughs> Oh, well. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, um, any final thoughts on Rogue One? Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, I think we covered it all, and I, I'm, I'm hoping that there's more movies like this. Yes. Um, I, I, this The quality of this movie is phenomenal. I'm definitely going to go see it again. I'm definitely going to buy it day one. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I'm having a hard time right now because I almost like it more than... The Force Awakens, but I need to see it a couple other times to really come down on that decision for sure. You have to give it some time to be sure mm-hmm. of your order. I mean, a lot of people I went with, they were very picky on Force Awakens. They loved this one. Yeah. They said best Star Wars movie in thirty years. Oh, and I don't. I didn't mind that they didn't start it the traditional way. Oh yeah, because, no crawl, no title crawl. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but that's actually illegal in Hollywood. That. 
that that method of no uh no title card. title yep yeah so well I, I think it's a title card you can do um it's the credits credits because there's yes. no credits at the beginning there's no credits at the beginning of any star wars movie yeah. though yeah so they have to just take i think a fee oh is that what they do yeah so i uh, not that that bothers me all that much not that i care mm-hmm. but um all that stuff at the beginning i, I never read it I want the movie to start. <laughs> yeah, especially for the prequels. As soon as they get to the word taxation, yeah. you just zone out. You're like, get to the action. What just is going get to on? it. In the original ones, I, I, I like. I mean, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. But as a kid, I was just like, come on. I want, I want, I want the fade down from the stars. Yeah. So for, I like the way it started out, though. I did. Yeah. And I didn't miss the scroll up. I, I didn't miss whatever they call that. Yeah, no, I didn't really think about it too much. Yeah, it was obvious, it's, but it wasn't that it. It's not like I heard it without it. It still felt like a Star Wars flick. Mm-hmm. It still had the feel, and I like the music. Yes, I was going to bring that up because John Williams. This is the only one he hasn't done. Oh man, Michael Giacchino, uh-huh. who last did Doctor Strange, he's done a ton of. I like the music in Doctor Strange. He did too. Lost. He oh, did he the did. Lost oh music man, forever. I love Lost. That's yeah. what makes Lost great. Oh, yeah. okay. The music, the tension with it. Uh, and he still pays tribute to John Williams with some of the themes. I did he hear plays. some of the motifs, yeah. It mm-hmm. fit perfectly, I thought. Wow. I thought people were going to complain about, oh, it doesn't sound like John Williams. It's not John Williams. This movie's horrible. I, I felt, it was, I knew matter. it was different, but I yeah. didn't know it wasn't him. Yeah, it oh, still fits crazy. the mood. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Man, what a great flick. Yeah. So, yeah, we... We were going to move on to another subject. So we were going to bring on, uh, we were going to talk about, what was it? Uh, Blade Runner. Runner. Oh, how did I forget? And I've seen, I haven't, I didn't see, no, I did see the trailer. Yeah. And did I see Harrison Ford in there? Yeah. So this is crazy. Another Harrison Ford uh, passes prime, a little bit older side. Yeah. But it kind of has that little connection with Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, it looks kind of, from the trailer, it looks like they're just showing maybe a dream sequence, maybe a different part of that universe. It's very difficult to, mm. to put your finger on it, but it yeah. looks interesting. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Gosling is yep. the new Blade Runner. We Which know I think is a good pick. He's good. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Uh, the director, he's done quite a few. I believe it's the same director who did Arrival. Oh, is it? Now yeah. I, I keep hearing that movie's great, and I need to go see it. Oh, I thought you saw. It. No, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Arrival yet, but um, one of these days I'll get over there. I'm gonna have to double check that it's the same guy, but yeah, uh, his name is Dennis Villeneuve. Oh, I don't even ask me, man. I'm I don't horrible. know. I don't. I have this. no idea how to say his if name. If Josh was here, you might get it. He might. I'm just. I'm guessing here. That's how you say his name. But yeah, he's he's a tested director. He knows how to, um, he knows how to group a movie, to pace it properly, uh-huh. and make it look good. Um, so I have faith that it'll be cool. I'm always against these, like, oh, they waited forty years or thirty years to do a sequel or <laughs> yeah. remake or something like that. Yeah, because especially this year, there's been some big misses on that. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Uh, Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. because, well, it was a sequel to a reboot. But, yeah. I mean, those ones, like, they lost a lot of money just because they thought that they could ride the nostalgia factor. Well, and see, I, I'm, I'm excited for one, though, that's coming back. And I, I don't know 
I, I don't know how soon it'll be, but I heard Spawn, and I heard that uh, McFarlane. I don't know that he's directing it, but he'll have a huge role in doing that. And I like McFarlane's style. Yes. And I've been waiting for Marvel to be like, hey, come, let's do a Spider-Man. Because he, he's what got me interested in Spider-Man. Yeah. I thought Spider-Man was cool, but I wasn't like a fan, like yeah. a diehard fan, until he started drawing Spider-Man and, and Venom, you know? Yeah. What was it, the new Spider-Man volume? I think it was uh, volume two, issue number one, where he's in the web. Mm-hmm. That's McFarlane. That's McFarlane. And yeah, that it's makes classic. you think that he's cool. That's a classic cover. I have the black cover. I have the red and blue cover. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I even have the teal and silver and gold color one. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, all those nice. Yeah. yeah, I think I do. I have to look. I might have got <laughs> rid of that one. Yeah, but I think really you just have to pay respect to the originals mm-hmm. and not do it as a money grab, and you're okay. Mm-hmm. Some of those, it was obvious, is a money grab. Um, but that one, uh, Blade Runner, um, Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah. Um, those G- ones, James I think, Franco is supposed to be in Alien Covenant. And I'm right. like, what's that going to be like? Michael Fassbender's in it. Again, yeah. Which, which I like. Yeah, you can't you can't beat that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm already excited for that. Yeah, that would be cool. But I'm trying to think, where is Franco going to fit in? <laughs> You know what I mean? I like him, he's, he's but like, be like it, bringing oh. him in this universe, yeah, is weird for me. It's almost like seeing the alien uh, movies mm-hmm. and then seeing Paul Reiser and I was going to say you. It doesn't make <laughs> sense to me. <laughs> You're just waiting for like the audience You're laugh like, track or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm waiting. Actually, the other way, when my parents were watching that when I was a kid, because I'd seen the alien movies. Mm-hmm. And then I walk in the living room and they're watching Mad About You and I've seen that guy. I'm like, is there going to be like a face hugger coming in any minute? <laughs> Where's Ripley? <laughs> Jump on Helen's face. <laughs> is that her name? I can't remember. Helen Hunt. Helen yeah, Hunt, yeah. 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 So uh, Never happened, of course, but. <sighs> Would have been a better show. <laughs> <It would have>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's oh, how they ended it. I never saw the finale. Oh, I couldn't handle that show, man. I never watched it. My, that, my folks loved it. I just oh. hated the music. Hearing, oh, that, hearing, that the, hearing that in the den, I'm like, oh, yeah. gosh, that's on. I'm not going out there. It's, it's that theme <laughs> song that kills it. It's the cheesy 90s theme song. I, I love Seinfeld, mm-hmm. where they're watching, you know which episode I'm talking about, with George Costanza and his girl, and they're in bed, and she's making him watch that. Oh, And they yeah, just show yeah. his face, and it's like the TV light, and he's just got this stare. Yeah. Yeah. And the music's going on and she's all happy and he's he like just goes oh. stone face. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I'm like, dude, I know how you feel. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Yeah. Whoever they throw in the alien universe, it will not be as obvious as him. Oh no. I think yeah. I think they're okay. They're okay? they're okay? All right, all right. That's good. Supposedly. I like Frank. Yeah. He's he's everywhere. He does a lot of movies at once. Wow. He directs, so I think it'll just be a small part. Well, and he was good. he was good in Planet of the Apes. I'll yeah. say it. Yeah. I don't know that he's believable as a scientist. That was so a much. little too much. I mean, I'd rather have him as a janitor <laughs> who stole. I mean, that's what I would have wrote. Yeah, like a not not necessarily. I'm sorry, Franco, not necessarily a janitor, but like a like a someone who maybe be a lab, like assistant. a lab assistant. Yeah, and has pity, and then gets gets him. I just don't see him. He doesn't have the. Per- He's too outgoing to yeah. be the personality. You're too cool, Franco, to be a doctor. <laughs> Doctors are very 
um, they're not nerdy, but they're they're meticulous. different socially. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. very meticulous. I mean, you know, they're intelligent, but mm-hmm. and and they're they don't have that social aspect. Yeah, it's very difficult for them to be social. Frankel, you were too social to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not saying all doctors that way, but the, the majority. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that was the only thing that ever took me out of the Planet of the Apes movies. Although that's actually another sequel coming up next I year. I know. And War for the Planet dude, of the Apes. Dude, that movie looks that gave me chills. Yeah. His monologue. Yeah. And then Woody Harrelson, man. I don't think that I could ever take him seriously again. And then here, here we go. he is. Yeah. yeah, shaving his head. I mean, he looks scary. Yeah. So I don't know who to root for in these movies, man. It's it's hard. I'm like, do I root for the humans? <laughs> Do I really want to? I mean, we, I, we I, had our chance. We screwed everything. Yeah, up. I root for Caesar because <laughs> there's always Caesar. bad apes. There's always yeah. bad apes, so I always yeah. root for Caesar. It seems like he does what's right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like you can't trust the humans. I want Caesar for president. Oh, I'm <laughs> uh, oh, too late. Too late. Too late. <laughs> but yeah, that that looks like a great flick, man. And I hate. I know I don't hate saying this, but it's weird that I'm saying this. But that new Pirates of the Caribbean preview, yeah, looked really good. I know. And I don't I like the middle ones. I, I like the first one because, dude, that one was great. Yeah. Those scenes that were done there were great. It had a creepiness to it. People were dying. Like, there was, like, there was parts of that were, that were exciting. Yeah. The, the other second, ones. third, and fourth, it's coattails. Yeah, right and in there's the some scenes in the second ones that were good and yeah. were funny. Yeah. But this third one looks amazing. Like or no, what's this five? five. This yeah. five, fifth one. See, yeah. see what happened there? I don't watch the other ones. <laughs> so they're not there. Yeah. But this, yeah, this one looks good. Yeah. So uh, fan service has to be done right. Yeah. Is what we're seeing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to buy yeah. those other ones. Yeah. I'm going to, I might buy that one. And the, and the, and the, the villain looks good. Yeah, Javier Bardem. Mm-hmm. He's always a good villain. Now, was he in the Bond movies? Yes, he was yeah. in Skyfall. Uh, he, oh, the biggest Skyfall. one was No Country for Old Men. Oh yeah, I like him in that one. But the smaller movies he does, he does very good dramatic turns yeah. where you root for him. <laughs> He's one of these two-faced actors in the best way. Mm-hmm. I mean that in the best way, uh, where you can be seriously creeped out by him, you're scared real. of him. Oh yeah, and then at the same time you can see him in another movie and you're rooting for him. Oh wow! Yeah, he's that, a good choice. Very good choice. I think this movie will be is gonna be good. Yeah, and then another one that's shocking me is the new uh, Transformers. If it is anywhere close to some of the previews I've seen, yeah, I'm gonna like this movie. I still won't see it. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I'll you, maybe rent it. You know me; I'll, I'll watch it after I hear from people that I that I uh, yeah. trust, and and if they say, "Yeah, it's definitely worth it," go see it in theaters. It's I, not as bad as yeah. you think. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um, I like the idea of the whole um, turned Optimum Optimus Prime and that scene with him and Bumblebee. It looks like he's killing yeah. Bumblebee. That's dude. That's sad. It could just be the way the trailer's edited, though. It might could have be. a totally different tone to it. They might have some things in the trailer that's not going to happen in the movie. Yeah, you know how this works. Yeah, yeah I know. I, yeah. And actually, two very recent movies that just came out. That was the mistake that they made. They made the trailers completely different in tone than what actually happens in the movie. Uh, and this is, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody because I haven't even seen these movies, Passengers mm-hmm. and Collateral Beauty. Oh. Collateral Beauty is, I think, the starkest one where it's very different from the trailers. 
Hmm. You think that it's just this guy dealing with his family's death and that there's all these people around him helping him and there's uh, personifications of, I think it's death, life, and happiness or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did, I did see that preview. I read the reviews. Uh-huh. The movie is nothing like that. Really? Yeah. Passengers, they hint at it in the trailer that it's kind of like this uh, uh, romantic movie set in outer space and mm-hmm. then something goes awry. Uh, and then that actually does happen. But then you find out what happened, mm. like the big twist. And it's like a bad M. Night Shyamalan twist. Oh, he no. didn't direct it, but oh, it's no. that bad. So I don't know. Sometimes uh, that can be misleading. Transformers, this might be the one that looks good. So it tricks everybody to go and see well, it. And that's why I wait. Yeah. Because, um, you know, my, my pennies are precious. So I have to uh, pinch them yeah. when necessary. Yeah. But I knew Rogue One right away. I. I, I sensed that one. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what it was about it, but I could tell. Yeah. So For me, w- it's when they have multiple trailers and you like every one of them. Yeah. Each one gets you more hyped. Yep. That's always the telltale sign it's going to be good. Absolutely. With Batman Superman, the first one got me hyped. The second one, I was like, they're showing Doomsday. The third one, they're showing more and more Wonder Woman. It's like they were almost Flash. desperate. Maybe they maybe they had done some market research. Yeah. And the feedback wasn't so good. So they were like, ah, we got to entice more people. Yeah. They were worried. Why are these two guys fighting? I don't like that. So they have to show the real villain. Yeah. That uh, was silly. Hey, by the way, mm-hmm. I saw Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I liked it. What? Yeah. No. I know. The, that Joker. That Joker. Well, that's that's kind of like the Joker that's in the comic. So it's... The, t- the tattoos. Ghetto looking, yeah. But he's like, he's now, texting Harley Quinn like, can't wait to see you, babe. Come on. Yeah, but, you know, he's not my... It's not... The, the way he looks is not my favorite. But the way uh, Jared Leo does him, yeah, I do like it. I could do without the teeth. Yeah. And he would be fine. Yeah. I don't mind the tats, to be honest. I'm, but, I'm kind of the opposite. That's interesting. Yeah. The teeth kind of bug me a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, but because um, I, I was in, just from childhood, Joker's always had yellow teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. big. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that is iconic. Mm-hmm. But what I what I liked about and I wasn't I'm not a huge fan of Will Smith. Yeah, and I think Will Smith is a good actor, but I think he's um, this isn't his movie. He can't choose his roles. This role is bad. Yeah, Yeah, for him. Now, now he did a good job playing this character, but I would have picked a no name for this because he kind of plays it like he plays every other character. So it's not Deadshot. It's Will Smith number four seven. It's like a Mel like if Mel Gibson role, you know, or or a Denzel role. Yeah. Or even Tom Cruise. Yeah, they're playing. They're them. playing. They're them. not playing the the character. Yeah, yeah. Now, now that being said, you know, uh, we've got Michael Keaton as the Vulture in the new Spider Man. Now, cool. that doesn't that doesn't bother me. Yeah, because he's not. He doesn't do a ton of movies. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I I think Will Smith did a great job as that, and I get the storyline between the daughter and all that. I yeah. thought that was kind of messed up. And Harley Quinn Batman. was good. Harley Quinn I give her is credit. now Harley Quinn is the star. Yes, of that, and she did her homework. Yeah, and um, I think if you know, she's such an iconic character. She has more to work with mm-hmm. with the animated series. Yeah, um, they don't. You know, Deadshot doesn't get that. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't get that. And actually, I think I visualize Deadshot having less lines and being more quiet. Yeah. And if Will Smith had done that, wore the mask more. A little bit more serious. Yeah, a little yeah. more serious and fewer lines. I yeah. think he. I think I would be on the. I would be rooting for him. Yeah. And I'd be like, you know what? He did awesome. Because yeah. in that case, less is more. And if I was if I was him and I was in the role, I'd be like, you know what? I don't think Deadshot says anything here. He just nods. Yeah. He wears his mask and just goes like this. Yeah. Or a hand motions quiet. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that's what an assassin would do. He yeah. doesn't talk to people. He doesn't yell at people. Yeah. He just kills. He just shoots. He knows he's awesome. You know leave, what I mean? Leave the other rogues gallery that's with you. Yeah. To be the comedic relief. Don't everybody be the comedic relief. Because there's no way he's the comedic relief. Yeah. He's he's awesome at what he does. Yeah. And those scenes where he's being awesome, yeah. I'm like, dang, that's yeah. great. It's the other scenes that kind of ruined the movie. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many things to complain about the movie. I just, I can't stand it. I It's not even worth a rental to me at this point. Sure. I saw it one time in theater and that was enough. The, the Joker thing. I actually didn't mind the grill because mm-hmm. you could set it up in the universe to make sense. The tattoos and everything else, I think it's too silly. Sure. But the grill, I was kind of thinking, and they, of course, did not touch on this. That could have been like Batman smashed his, his teeth, teeth in. in. Oh, that sure. That would have been sure. cool. That would have been a fresh take instead of, ooh, damaged. Ooh, I have, sure. a, I have a smile on my on on his palm. Hand. See, and, <laughs> and I mean, to me, that's... I could see a modern day Joker doing stuff like that, but, but all of it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just they didn't have a lot of him in the film. Yeah, and I did like his style, like the way he was dressed, and I did like his voice. Now I saw the yeah. extended version, so I don't know how much I've seen that you haven't. Oh, okay. Um, because that's what your dad loaned me. Yeah. You know? So I watched it, and I, I'm. I'm bad about just watching the regular and then watching the the other one. Yeah. Uh, but um, I heard Joker was in the extended more. Slightly. Okay. Um, I read the differences because I don't think I'll want to watch again. But it's not enough of him. Okay. That's that's my big problem with it. He should have been the main villain. He should. Uh, the main villain was forgettable, kind of goofy, and it didn't give any reason for Harley Quinn to be there. Uh because it was a supernatural threat, not a personal threat. Personal threat would have been much more interesting. Sure. If it was them going against the Joker and Harley double crosses or triple crosses, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What she's known to do. Now, uh, I like the other characters too, like Killer Croc, Katina. Is that what her name is? Katana. Katana. Yeah. My bad. Katina. <laughs> Katana. We're still thinking about Star Wars. I am. I am. Uh, Kat- uh, she was awesome, man. Captain Boomerang was cool. And I would watch a standalone movie with her. Yeah. I would. There wasn't enough of her. Yeah. Um, Captain Boomerang, yeah. Killer Croc? They Killer- should have done CGI. He should have been big, menacing. He looks like a bobblehead. He's too small. His head that is was too my, big. That's what I was going to get small. into. Yeah, yeah. His arms are too small. Yeah. And they should have gone huge with him. Yeah. I mean, I would have liked to have seen him much bigger. And I didn't like that they, they took out the redneck. Yeah. No, they made him black instead oh they did yeah well remember at the very end uh they're asking like well what do you want he goes b-e-t oh i didn't catch that and then he's calling like i think he's calling harley like sugar or honey or something like that i did catch that that was well i know he was in like suede like hoodies and stuff and he was very hip-hop yeah 
I thought they were just going with it like a hip hop. Yeah. Because I didn't I didn't think he had a race. He's a, he's a crocodile. Exactly. You know what I mean? They, so they I, shouldn't have forced one on him. You know, like yeah. you know, I don't know. They uh, they just could have instead of rushing it out, which they did, they could have made it so much better if they tweaked just a couple little things here and there. And that's the main thing that bugs me about it. I wanted to like it. If he had a Louisiana accent, kind of yes. like uh um what's his name? Gambit. Yeah. Mon Chieu. That would have been better. Yeah. Even. But I mean, in in the animated series, he's hillbilly. Yeah. He talks hillbilly and it works. Yeah. It's not over the top. It's not over yeah. the top. He's still freaking scary. Yeah. He's dumb. He's dumb, but he's huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's a he's still a threat. He's still a threat, yeah. In the Batman video games, he's huge. He barely says anything. He's still a big threat. Yep. This one he's I'm not he has a big head and I'm, he's silly. And it's hard to tell what he is. Yeah. I didn't know it was Ki- Killer Croc from the the previews. Yeah. I'm like, who is that? Is that? Yeah. I thought it was uh, Solomon uh, Grundy. Solomon Grundy. I was like, oh, that's awesome. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. I yeah. like him. Yeah. But no. No. Yeah. Missed opportunities. There. Oh, well. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But uh, that was one uh, thing that I didn't care for. Mm-hmm. But um, I, did, I, I did think the movie was fun. The, the bad guy... Are the two bad guys? Yeah, I mean, I think they could have done better. Oh, um, El Diablo! El Diablo! El Diablo was cool. Was cool. He was I didn't cool. Mind him. He was a stereotype, and but like, it made sense. I liked the actor, and I yeah. liked his character. Yeah, being like, I don't want to hurt people. Yeah. you know, I I liked his backstory too. Yeah. Now, Kicking Wing Man. Yeah. <laughs> Slipknot. Slipknot. Kicking Wing. <laughs> yeah, remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh, from Joe Dirt. I like that actor too. I liked him in um, uh, the Wind Talkers. Yeah, Have you seen that one? Yeah, it's good. But uh, he's a good actor. I think he got the the short end of the stick. He was wasted, and it was kind of obvious from promotional materials. Yeah, because he wasn't in any of it. No, I don't think they should have killed him, man. Yeah, you know, but they had to make an example. Somebody they had to kill one person. Yeah, come on. Yeah, um, and I don't remember if this part was in the extended. Um, but in the theatrical, they pretty much just go to him coming out of the van, to him on the chopper, to him dying. Yep, that's pretty uh, much they it. They don't really give any backstory. Nope, no backstory. This is Slipknot. He can climb on anything. It's Which is the stupid. dumbest setup yeah, ever. Yeah, uh, I agree. But the original one, and they did supposedly shoot this, or it was in the script, is that he was a serial rapist and murderer. Oh, that's so. Not good. It's like one of those guys you don't even care about. So when he dies, no yep, big deal. There you go. They should have kept that. They should have. It's about then, then 30 you, seconds. You're fine with it. Yeah. 30 seconds of introduction, then you're good. Uh, but, yeah. Dang. They had they gave the director, David Ayer, six weeks to rush the script, and I think that's what hurt it. Yeah. Yeah. Reshoots yeah. could have helped it. Who Absolutely. knows? Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe this will be one of those inc- incidents where the second one outshines the first. I don't. I don't want a second one. <laughs> <laughs> well, or a standalone Harley Quinn movie would be which, fine. Which, did you hear about that? Oh, no. Gotham no. City Sirens, which oh. is, I think, a comic book series, which stars Harley Quinn. And it has a, uh, Poison, Ivy Poison Ivy. And yeah. Catwoman. Supposedly, they're already in production, but it's with the same director. It is. Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. You need to start fresh. But they do. Well, they want to do that as well as Suicide Squad 2, no. which is too much. They need to fix before they go out and do, you know, more and more of the franchise. They may just, you know what? They should just skip Justice League and go right to Legion of Doom. 
do it from that perspective. That Nobody's cool. done that. Yeah. I mean, you're doing Suicide Squad. Yeah. Come on, DC. Now let's I'm, do Legion of Doom. I'm kind of hoping Marvel beats them to it with um, oh, the yeah. Thunderbolts. Oh, the Thunderbolts. Have you heard yeah. about that? I saw something about it. So, yep. or you've have you heard the comics of it? Um, I haven't read any of them. So I believe it's Norman Osborn. Pretty much sets up. It's kind of similar to the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. um, where he's him Thunderbolt Ross, uh, who's the Red Hulk. Okay. In the comics, and yeah, a couple other Hulk. villains, which they're not really evil, evil. They're just from their perspective. They're doing uh, the right thing. I see. Uh, they set up their own team to counter what the Avengers are doing. Kind of like the Hellfire Club. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I think that would be good for a movie. That would be. With all the extra villains that you have that are still alive in the MCU, you could throw Baron Zemo in there. I think Red Skull's still alive. You could throw him yeah, in there. Yeah, he's totally You could in there. make uh, Thunderbolt Ross. You could make him the Hulk, the Red Hulk, and try to counter and come to terms with him being this menace. Oh, oh, and Abomination. Man. Abomination is Abomination? still out there. Oh, yeah. dang. That would be cool. That it makes would. more sense with them because they've done this world building enough. And DC, has they haven't earned it yet. No, they haven't. Yeah. They, they have a while, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. They need to put together a think tank. Yeah, which they're trying. People who are not in the movie, but maybe um, people that have, or, uh, read and study the universes yeah you know and they come together and they say hey let's we need to do this yeah here's the storyline most people like follow this i mean they could easily do that at any one of the kong the 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 comic cons yeah i mean you've got forums (laughs) everywhere on the internet yeah so i mean it's not that hard yeah (laughs) yeah but i think as far as uh canons go star wars that's going in the right direction. Oh yeah, the canon is working for them. Mm-hmm. They're making, uh, they're elevating everything up by building on it. Absolutely. I like the prequels better now. Well, okay, three. I like three better now because of Rogue One. Yep. Uh, you never know with some of the other anthology movies or the movies if they do something after nine in the main. I don't uh, think they series. are. I think they said they're ending it at nine. Yeah. And there's a big reason why, and it explains a lot. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are gonna be. From, I, and I don't know from what I've read if it's if it's true or not, but mm-hmm. allegedly there's this character, there's this guy who works closely in the biz, mm-hmm. and he just goes by some weird name like Stormtrooper sixty six. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. But he leaked out some information, and if what he says is true, mm-hmm. I like it. I'm not gonna give it away. I may I may do that to you. Uh, I may if you want to know off air, I will tell you. I kind of want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll let, I'll tell you what it is. But uh, from what I've read, if they go that direction, I mm-hmm. think a lot of people will be pissed. A lot of people will be upset. But I like that direction. I think it makes sense to the whole story as a whole. Like it's uh, three different trilogies about the Skywalker family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's if that. If it makes sense to the whole of that and then they end it, I'm fine with that. Well, and it, it, what it, it actually brings the whole reason together mm-hmm. of the Force, the existence of the Force, uh, and the necessary existence of the, the dark side and light side yeah. and coming together in harmony. Mm-hmm. And they're not. They're unbalanced now. I got you. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And the way, if, if this, if what this guy says is the way they're going to do it, mm-hmm. I think it's the right path. I think it's, 
I think it'll work yeah. and it'll, it'll make, it'll complete us. It, the, the, the actual series will be a big circle. Yeah. Instead of a straight line, which I kind of like. That'd be cool. Yeah. I did have another theory while watching Force Awakens yeah. uh, the other day about that. The whole thing with the Force, how it split between uh, Jedi and Sith. Have you kind of noticed this? With Episode 1, 2, and 3, there's a lot of Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, but there's only a few powerful ones. Yep. Uh, then you go to 4, 5, and 6, and there's almost no Jedi. There's yep. maybe one or two left, uh, but they're powerful. Yes. I think the less Jedi there are, the, the more, more powerful. powerful they are. Yep. And same for the Sith. There's always only a few Sith, but, the, I mean, maybe the rest are hidden. Well, and the Sith the Sith tries to keep it that way. They're yeah. always killing off their masters. So the theory, yeah, and I think that's part of my theory, too, is so the Jedi, they want to share as much of the power as they can. They don't mind if they're weak as long yep. as they have the numbers. Yep. But the Sith there's only ever one or two, maybe three at the most, and they're feeding off of other people's mm-hmm. powers. Emperor mm-hmm. used Darth Vader's power. You can tell how much of, you know, a bad guy Darth Vader is. Which would make sense why they can feel Yeah. And I think Palpatine made them weaker. Yeah. Yeah, they can feel each other. They know when a Jedi's near. They know when a Sith is near. I think that made Darth Vader weak. Oh, and I think you're I right. I think... Uh, it drained some of his power, and that's why he was so submissive. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Darth Plagueis? No, no, Darth... no. Um, in uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, it was Darth. Oh, uh, oh, you mean the the um, Snoke? Yes. Yeah, we're not sure who he is. He might be Darth Plagueis, actually, well, if he is able to revive himself from the dead. Yeah. Because Snoke is just like a. We don't know. We don't know. He's he might be an ancient, but I think he's still doing the same thing that emperor was doing with vader he's taking his power he's taking his power and because he's maybe just physically more powerful than darth vader kylo ren is giving that power unbeknownst to him to snoke he's feeding him he has no clue that's why he's manipulated yeah and and i think leia knows that and that's why she says that yeah and that could go into why luke is depressed and he stopped his jedi academy he wanted to share this power but then he ended up feeding the other side he went up feeding the other side and now he's left with all this power and he doesn't want the responsibility he doesn't know what to do oh. with it i think that would oh. be a cool character turn that makes sense yeah how yeah. crazy so he goes into hiding like obi-wan did ah. obi-wan he was one of the last ones left after order 66 that's right he went into hiding but he was very powerful even mm-hmm. to the point where he vanishes when he dies yeah we, we comes a ghost. he doesn't actually i don't think he actually dies i have a theory about that because if you watch that uh-huh. He falls before the sword hits. Yeah. So it's almost like he transcends. Yeah. And it's because he's that powerful. He's that powerful. He can't share his gift with anybody because he's afraid of giving it to everybody. Oh, yeah. And Luke did that too, He, but he ended up giving it to other people. And look where he got it. I still hope there's some sort of Sith ghost, Jedi ghost battle. <laughs> That's my dream. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. It would. It would be freaking yeah. scary. Yeah. <laughs> those that have to witness it and that's when you find out Jar Jar is in the dark side all the time I love robot chickens when Darth Vader kills Jar Jar he's torturing him as a ghost (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome I love it I think we're good I think we're good yeah so uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up 